Welcome to Bonus Barrel. I'm Rob, and with me today is my friend Lef. I don't get to talk. And say you just talk for me now. Yes. Okay. And my other friend, Seiji. Hola. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, Bonus Barrel. How are you guys doing today? I'm okay. You're only okay. I actually had a great day at work. Good today. day. Yeah, That's great. I had a really good day. People like to be happy. I like being happy. So, YouTube videos, our second episode's out. They exist now. Yeah, right? Mm. And our blog post, it's uh, in know, the making. It's in the making. Good. There's something else, too. I can't recall what it was. Something cool, maybe. Oh, whatever. Look, the thing with the blog post is yeah. it's like, um, like running water. Once okay. we open... <laughs> Are you making Are you... a log, a back of them? So what do you can... call that thing? A faucet. Faucet, yeah. It, they're going to pour in. You're, oh, I, well, I'm oh, looking well, forward to it. That's going to yeah. be very intense. You know, uh, so we have some fan art, too. I post from from me. I, I did a redesign of Gomon. Yeah, it was great. I you loved like it. Did you, yeah. did you see it? Nope. Have oh, you played Gomon before? Legend of the Mystical Ninja? Goemon. Yeah, 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 I did a redesign of them. It's pretty cool. Okay. There, yeah. I, think a... I, I think I saw it. There's a N64 game that was really cool. I really want that one. I have the SNES one. So, we have a lot of news to talk about today. Kind of. Well, we get a fair amount of news. We have a news. news. Our topic today is remastered games. We're going to do, we're going to break the, uh, maybe not break the backlog, but we're definitely going to talk about pickups and read some old letters because that's fun. But before we go into the news that we all wrought individually, let's talk about the big news of the week. You know, Silent Hills being closed. A lot of people was really um, upset about it. Former host of Bonus Barrel Marshall is devastated. Yeah, I'm so. pretty bummed out too. Do you guys? You guys, okay? You don't have PS4, so you didn't no. play PT. So, so I wouldn't have had the option to play anyways. I think I have PT installed. It sounds like I have a disease. Like I have, <laughs> I, I, I guys, I, I caught, I've, I've I caught the PT. PT. <laughs> this is a sensitive subject, but I have the PT. Uh, so I do have PT, which might be Please good. Be because, silent about it. <laughs> it might be good because on eBay, people are selling PlayStation Fours with PT installed for over a grand, or wow. attempting to. Wow. Yes, yes. So maybe I should sell my. So are they selling it with just the demo? The or? demo. Well, the PT de- is just a demo. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So a thousand dollars. Some. So I saw one high one as high as eighteen hundred. So so how much is a PS? For regularly, five hundred less than five hundred. So they're valu- valuing basically PT, this as, demo as five hundred dollars almost. So for those who don't know, PT was a demo for Silent Hills, and Konami took it down after they revealed that Silent Hills is officially canceled. Yeah, which is a pretty big bummer. It's a very big bummer. Um, it's a very iconic survival horror sure. video game. So I'm surprised that they just stopped. It's weird because they were they were um, the the what they were doing with the having the actor in the game. That's happened on and off throughout the years. How do you feel about games that literally cast an actor, as in they make it look like the actor who's doing the voice as well? I, I find it off-putting a little bit, because it feels like the character feels like less like a character, and it just feels like the actor to, to me. And, you know, in a way, I, I see what you're getting at. Like, I found that a lot with Salt Snake, because... Is he based on an actor? Well, not not overly. Like, I found it overly confused, and I'm hoping someone actually corrects me on this, because this is just my little kid memory, so I don't quite remember. But... Kids don't know anything. Exactly. Now, the the guy who did his voice was named David Hader. Okay. And I believe Solid Snake's name is also David Hader. Like, that's his... Is it really? That, that, that was the impression I thought I his got. name was Snake, comma, Solid. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I found it very confusing how it, it seemed like they named the fictional character after the actual voice actor. Now, please, correct me if I'm wrong. No one's going to correct you. I hope, I hope, I hope someone Don't does. worry. But no uh, I, I want to be corrected. I would like to know the truth to this. It can get confusing, is right. what I'm getting at. Solid Snake sounds very dirty. It does, like Pink Hour. My, my very first ever email address was solid underscore snake. At underscore at hotmail.com and everyone was just like is that a dick joke and I'm like no it's a video game character you just reminded me one of my early emails back when I was in like uh, 16 cloud strice buster sword at hotmail.com <laughs> that was my email Fuck, for like a cool. year I know we were really cool Sadie's <laughs> glaring at a look. it's not a glare it looks like, a, like he's just shocked oh at the God. lameness of our emails <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it kind of sucks with the game yes oh, it does that reminds me so a listener uh, Sundary J, he he comments frequently on our show. He suggested that we tell people the game that so we have a regular episode that's this type of episode, topic episode, and we have a game specific episode that follows it. So this thir- so he, he recommends that we tell them the game that's going to be coming out the following episode, so that people can have a chance to look it up 
before we talk about it. Okay. So this week coming out will be Land Evolution yeah. uh, for the Game Gear slash Sega Master System. So if you're listening to this episode before then, and you want to check the game out, I'm sure you can find a way to play it. I keep my mouth shut on that. Well, okay, don't so, want to spoil the future for no, that. Okay, so the one we've already recorded. Well, because we record, we record uh, episodes. So our, our game-specific episodes are kind of recorded two weeks behind. Mm-hmm. Or actually, yeah, about, yeah, about yeah, a week yeah. or a week behind now, actually. We're doing pretty good. So last week we recorded the episode that's coming out Thursday. So we know what's going to be coming out next, always. That's like time traveling. It, I was about to it, say, it we're is. getting very meta here. So Either way, the, my point is, you the listener... If you'd like to know more about the game we're going to talk about, check Land out Illusion. Land of Illusion. Mickey Mouse! Starring Mickey Mouse. For the Game Gear and... Sega Master, Master System. Yeah. Right. So, we all can agree that Sound Hills being cancelled is pretty crappy for people who wanted to play it. Like me. I would have. I would have tried it. Let's get to the non-major news. The less of bummer news, perhaps. Uh, I'll, go, I'll start with one. Two new RPGs, which I love, JRPGs, are heading to the PSP. That's the PlayStation Portable, not the Vita, in North America and Europe. So, uh, here's an article from GameSpot. It says, although the PlayStation Portable software market in the West dried up years ago for most developers, not everyone has abandoned the pursuit of bringing niche RPGs to the US, Canada, and Europe. Gaijin Works and Monkey Paw revealed their latest efforts this week, which will see two new games brought over from Japan. Uh, they're gonna come out digitally, but there, there's a petition, and if enough people sign up, they'll release them physically. They won't. PSP physical copies. Ah, uh, but they've I, done I, it. They have a record of actually doing it when people, enough people signed up. So I'll buy it. How long? How long has the PSP been the previous generation? Now? Oh, see, Vita came out what 2011? Really? I feel like so. It's, it's like been four years. Yeah, I mean, why? Why three or they, four years? Why did they? What was the decision to make this for PSP? Like, I just don't understand. Because well, you, you've already told me that the Vita mm. is great if you like J or Japanese. It is very, game, very, Jap- right? very, very odd little system. Yeah, yeah. Had, it's not bad. To hit here, the first of these. Games is Classic Heroes 3, originally released in 2010. So, already done in 2010, so it's not like a new game. Okay, okay. We haven't got it. And I guess the other one, Classic Heroes, oh, so it says, uh, it says, given that it's already brought the previous game in the Dungeon Crawler series, Classic Heroes 2, so they brought two already over in 2013. So, they're way behind. Yeah, I see. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so they want to bring this here, and, yeah, so also come the Western PSP is 2013 Tactical RPG Summon Night 5. Considering that none of the previous games have been localized or reached, released outside of Japan, it seems like a curious jump, a curious choice to jump right into the fifth game. But there is a reason for doing so. Apparently, responding to a question on that subject, Gaijin Work founder Vic Ireland explained on the official forums that it's due to time and code completeness. Because 5 was very recent, the code and assets are both pretty easy to collect. And it's a great game that was a ground-up effort, so they were bringing it over here. They should release it for DSi while they're at it. You know? <laughs> well, I don't think they're going to, uh, so unfortunately you'll have to just have a PSP. Or <laughs> you can just download the Vita. Like, I mean, PSP games are available on the Vita. Oh, are they? Yeah, yes, see, through I'm a virtual console. But I want to buy it physically. Too. So, Anyways, it's pretty console. cool. Uh, if you guys are interested, check out their website. Or just look up Gaijin Works, and you'll find the petition if you want to buy a little copy. If you're a hardcore collector like uh, myself. What do you? What's the piece of news that you've brought to CG? Splatoon. I've heard of it. That's May twenty nine. So man, that's soon. the hype. That's, soon. that's so soon. That's a month it's, away. Tomorrow is May start. So that's exciting. Anyway, next week May seven. Mm-hmm. Splatoon direct. Woo! Woo! Yeah. So, so <laughs> what's excited, so, so what? What's a Splatoon direct? It's a direct about Splatoon. So it's kind of like it? what what it is so for, is it... for Mario Kart. Okay, yeah, it's gonna right. be a, a Splatoon themed. You know it's gonna be uh, silly. It's gonna oh. be silly. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Let's let's paint uh, a picture right now of what we think it's gonna paint. be. Yeah. So it's gonna start <laughs> off. It's gonna be that Bill Trent's gonna be like Nintendo Treehouse. He's gonna go and paint's gonna pour on the screen and it's gonna fade to a water and he'll be like directly to you. <laughs> and there's gonna be so many puns on paint. Yeah, and there's gonna be, and, and squids. And there's gonna be paint splatters all over the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. This and they're fun. gonna they're going to unveil new details about oh, the game. So probably it's probably gonna go, gonna be good because this this is probably the last thing they're gonna do. Uh, yeah, as, as a major advertisement. Every time I see, every yeah, you're right. And every time I see it, I want the game more and more. Yeah. Also, do you know that they just recently released a Xenoblade Chronicles X North American pseudo trailer? It's like eight minutes long. Yes, yeah. it was yes, pretty cool too. It's it's already uh, released. It has been already released in Japan. Those two games it's got new, uh, good ratings. It I hear the game's massive. I know we're talking mostly about Splatoon, but these two games. Are huge games for the Wii U, and I'm really pumped for them. I'm yeah. like, well, so, it's it's two genres that the Wii U is kind of lacking in, so it's cool. Yeah, to see absolutely. Eleven a.m. Uh, Atlantic time. 
definitely oh, watching that. No way. So, Thursday. Um, Thursday, 11 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, I have a meeting at 11 a.m. Well, I'll be curious to skip that meeting. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll segue off that with another piece of news, actually, that just because we were talking about Wii U needs those genres like shooters. Well, guess what? Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is current gen only. That's good news, right? Oh, current current gen only means that it'll be on the Wii U, too, because it's Wii U, <laughs> PS4, and the X-Bone. No. Uh, uh, actually, sorry, that's not Wait. true. According to Treyarch Studio Head, while the game is a multi-platform game, it is the first in the series to target new generation consoles only. Apparently, apparently the new generation does not include the Wii U. <laughs> there are no ports. The game is made on multiple platforms. It's the beginning of a new generation, and we're showing it to you on all these platforms. To dispel some of the misconceptions about development, work on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. That's it. So, just so you are aware, everybody, people who also own Wii U's, that's last gen, or middle gen. It's not this gen, apparently. It's in gen limbo. It's just not... It's just not... Uh, it's nothing. Did so, they, I can't believe they actually said that. It was very harsh. Yeah, It yeah. almost hurt the Wii U. It, yeah. You know, I'm the Wii U not, was a person. I'm not going to play it because I don't care. Uh, I could play my PS4. Because I feel like nowadays, if you're a gamer who wants to reach everything, you need a Wii U and one of the other two. Yeah, yeah. Or and, a good PC. Or a good PC. Well, PC still can't play what the Wii U has. No, I mean, if you have a Wii U and oh, a good yeah, PC, Wii U to PC. You're, you're probably fine, but obviously there's some things. Touching, I want to do a topic on console exclusivity, or exclusivity in general at some point, but just to touch on it, like, there's a, there's reason, like, exclusives are the reasons to get the system. And I think that both Nintendo right now and Sony have really good exclusive games that are, that are coming out or have come out. Megan loves Bloodborne. I saw an article, and it was just titled, Bloodborne, Why Xbox One Users Are Slitting Their Wrists, because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, and well, Second Son was really good, too, and that was a that was a, a exclusive. Sorry, that was not good. Well, I'm Megan sure really liked it. it. I, I don't. I didn't play it. I didn't play it either. You know, FF, I think 15's multi-release, so that's okay. I would have hoped so. But Type-0, actually, it might be two. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, so there is, a, there is exclusives, other than the, the two we've mentioned, but... I don't know anything on the Xbox right now that's, per- like, for example, I thought Ori and the Blind Forest would have been the reason to have, one of the reasons for someone like me who likes painted games, but that's on PC, I actually have it. Yeah. So that's, so I hear Microsoft is actually going to be releasing more games on PC and Xbox. Even less incentive to get an Xbox. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Great uh, if you have a PC. Was, uh, <laughs> anyway, so that was a funny little backhand, you know, Wii U is not this gen. It's not last gen, though, but it's not this gen. One less not-so-good game to collect. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Call of Duty! Yeah. No is, that, pl- is that who it was? Yeah, okay. no, no one plays you anyways. At least no one who's likely listening to us. Right <laughs> what do you have, what else do you have for news, Jeff? Well, since we're kind of like talking in almost the PC market here. What's a PC? Yeah. What's, what's a PC? Yeah. yeah. So PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation computer. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so I know... Y- y- Somewhat of a PC gamer, Rob. Seiji's also plays more of a PC plays Minecraft. Oh yeah, you don't play. I play PC games, just not much. It's like two percent of my gaming. Okay, Um, Seiji plays Minecraft. I don't know what else he plays on his PC. Maybe nothing. Play Life is Strange on his PC. Oh, did he? Just episode one. Yeah, and I guess emulators, but that that barely counts. (laughs) (laughs) Or barely by doesn't. So, anyways, so I don't know if you guys know about this thing called Steam. I've heard of You've it. You've heard of Steam. That's so. the Ubisoft's uh, <laughs> program that you can use to download their games, right? It's yeah. made of water. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, when I first got Steam, I hated it with a passion, like with it. Why do you hate it? Is it it's good deals or it's communication? <laughs> it, or it's... I got it because I bought a Total War game that I wanted. Oh, and here it comes back, Total back War. Total again. War. Uh, that, that, that's that's the only reason I have Steam essentially is for the Total War titles. Um, and then I started buying more stuff, but I basically bought what? a Total War what? game. What? Sorry, about, you're talking about Total War. Yeah. I fell asleep for a <laughs> And it made me install Steam, and yeah. I was outraged. <laughs> I was absolutely outraged, and it forced me to install Steam. Oh, um, how could it? I've, I've since made my peace with Steam. Wait, why does it force you to, to install Steam? It's not a Steam game. It's not Valve. Is no, it? it's not. It's, it's like Sega and Sega. Creative Assembly. But... Is Sonic in Total War? No. Oh, well. That I was, would be... That I was be interested a... <laughs> again for a second. Um... <laughs> and where am I going? Oh yeah. So basically, what what Steam did, I think, last weekend is yeah. it, just for the game Skyrim, which I know you've played. I have played it, and both for PS3 and PC. Now look at you playing PC games. So the thing about Skyrim is that it's a very heavily modded game. That's why I played the PC version. Ex- exactly right. So it looks like 
they decided to sell some mods for Skyrim in particular. And the backlash was so extreme that Valve has decided to refund everyone who paid and for DLC. The heat was so strong it burned their eyelids. Yes, eyelids the steam off. No, just backfired. Yes. Yeah, so uh, how do you guys feel about that? Like paid mods? Paid mods, I think, are fine I if agree. the devo- the people who make it gets the biggest cut. But the people who make the mods got twenty five percent, or were going to get twenty five percent. That's pretty. And small. Valve was taking seventy five percent. That's quite. They didn't make it. So if it was reversed, then I'd have no issue with it. What do you think there, Sagey? You're, you're, you're going to come in with some wisdom for us right now. Some sage-like wisdom. Well, mods in the past, well, modders didn't get any money, so that's now right. they're getting some. They, well, yeah, but, even if they only so get 25. No, that seems unfair I'm, to me. But, like, they still would make these mods. Now they're just getting 25 cents but on the dollar But they make the mods it. so that ideally people will play them. People aren't are too cheap to buy a bunch of mods. Okay, but if you're getting twenty five percent and and the seventy five percent, the the remaining seventy five percent is split between Valve and the company who actually made the game. That's good. 20- because modding is not really. I mean, you are using something that is not yours. Right? You're using their tools that they they give you to use mm-hmm. to make stuff for their platform, I mean the game. which is fair. But well, you buy the game, right? So you're still paying them. So you're paying them to get these tools to use because you can't mod for something you don't own. But, but they're putting their work. So if it takes someone 40 hours to make an awesome mod, and then that was charged in 20 bucks, for example, just random number, and you only get, you know, five bucks out of it or whatever, that's kind of shitty, I think. Like, you should at least get a half and then split the other two between Valve and the developer, maybe. But it just seems like a, such an unfair cut but to me. But that is not why the whole controversy No. Is the controversy just paying for it? Just paying for it in general. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't, I think you should be paid for your hard work. So I, I have no issue with the paying part. Mm-hmm. Or it should be optional to the modder. The modder should decide if they want it paid. If they, because some people make mods to get attention, they, people get hired for making good mods. Well, like, and that's part of by it. Companies and and some of the people who kind of want to get into this industry, it's it's a, a stepping stone. It can get right? you noticed if it's, you make exactly. So, you know, and what happens if you make a sweet mod and you're forced to pay? If if you if that is the case, you're forced to charge for it. So only five percent of the people who would have played it played it, and then you don't get noticed for it. So that kind of sucks. Now, if they give you the option of pay or not pay. Then that, again, I see no issues with it, other than that I don't think the cost. Almost fair. like one of those charity donations where it's like pay sure. what you can for the mod. But they, so they, so they went back on it, right? Oh yeah, they refunded too. Like they, not, so they were actually were charging. They were charging. Was it all mods being charged? No, no, just just like a select few for okay. Skyrim really that strange. were selected. What a yeah. weird thing. It, I think it, by the sound of it, they were kind of like prototyping, testing to well, see what it, exactly. And the backlash was just immediate and Jeez. extreme by the sounds of it. What if you'd already downloaded those mods before? You still had them for free before? I think they were new mods. Okay, but from 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 what I gathered, but. Huh. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Definitely see, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. I play. I get a lot of my mods for like I play Civ Five and Total War, and there's a lot of mods for those games, which are a lot of fun. And I've I've kind of messed around with them, and but I wouldn't have if I had to pay for them. Yeah, thing. same with Skyrim. I bought a lot of shit ton of mods for Skyrim just to make the game different. Yeah, because I had beaten on PS3 first, and then I was like, okay, I know that the PC version is better. I want to make it a tropical rainforest, which is an amazing mod set, and I did. It was it was really fun. But uh, if I had to pay like five bucks for each one of those mods, and, and think about it, some mods and now they did not charge for every mod, so let's it, it, they like, did. Yeah, yeah. But let's pretend in that scenario that every going forward every mod did. What about the mods that are basically giving you uh, the cl- Buster Sword actually? Oh, really? Was a mod. I had it, and that's not. They can't charge for something that's at someone else's property, yeah, right? Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah, there that's you go. Let's move on, though. We've said what we need to say about that. Final Fantasy 15 episode Duske demo is getting an update. A demo is getting patched. That's hmm. weird. Like I, I, the, I think the, it's cool. It's that's the world str- we live in. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. They're making is it a patch. paid update? No, no. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so it says here. Uh, this is for my GN. Siliconera, definitely not saying that right, reports version 2.0 will be available sometime between mid and late May and will enhance the active cross battle system, fix problems with the camera and targeting, and also add, <laughs> and also add new moves such as joint attacks, a possible dodge roll, and changing the range of Noctis' weapons. So there's no more. I'm not, there's a little okay, more. Sorry, sorry. No, no, there's, there's a little more. Uh, as regards to other possible features the game may get, director Hajimi Tabata suggests that you may be able to do quests in which you've paired with one or two other characters, provoking different conversations. When the party regroups the knight's camp, different characters may bring back different items. Another big fix Square hopes to tackle is the frame rate, which has been patchy thus far, and experience dips during combat. Tabata hopes to roll this out for episode, uh, episode Duske version 2.0, but isn't, if it isn't ready in time, it'll come down the line. 
After nearly a decade long wait, we finally get a chance to go hands on with oh, blah, 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 something else. So they're not yeah. they're not adding in any more of the game. They're, they're just, just improving it infos- like and adding a few conversation stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So they're not they're not like making it like oh you can do it again so you can see extra stuff. It doesn't. There's it like, like the most you're gonna get is some conversations and like a few different differences of the quest. Yeah. It seems still. It, I think it's kind of cool. if it's not costing them production time. If it's one <laughs> one dude <laughs> that, for yeah, a couple yeah, hours, a few hours, I don't care. That's if this is if this is setting the release date back too Besides, much. Besides, demos help you decide if you want to buy a game and you want to make your demo as good as possible, then you know what? Go for it. Updating a demo, though. I know, it's That's weird. so strange. It is very strange, but you know, I'm, I'm cool with it. I've I've, I've come to peace with it. I'm okay with it. Seiji, you okay with it? There might be a, a good reason, though, because there might be people that haven't played the demo and you want the first experience of those users to be the best possible. Sure. Right? So in, in if the bugs are really... Really bad. I didn't find yeah. them bad when I played, but mm-hmm. but you know, if make it better, I'll probably play it again when it when it comes out again. Yeah. All right. What else? What else do you see for news? CD? Do you guys know what fire hopping is? Is that a Mario Kart thing? Is Mario Kart Eight thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a little bit about it, but I've never been able to do it. Yeah. So when you get a mini turbo or mm-hmm. or a mushroom boost, yep. if you if you start hopping, it lasts for longer. Which is oh, not cool. That's an exploit. That. It's an exploit, but. It's not so bad. Anyway, so he, he, do you see, do it? Apparently, uh, <laughs> I've tried, does. but he it probably does. Of course, he does. I've tried, but it, I don't. I haven't seen any. Just one of your hacks. It would be. You? It'd be really tough on two hundred because you're moving way too fast. Okay, so apparently in in, in two hundred CC is not possible. Okay, Good. There we go. Or if it's possible, it has a negligible effect. What do you feel about two hundred CC? I love it, by the way. It's amazing. Marshall's not as fan of, as key, a big a fan as the 200 CC. Like doing it. Like well, if we were because to join he out, loses. I'd, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the races have been fairly good. Like sometimes you usually win the most. I have to say, but I can still beat you sometimes, mm-hmm. and uh, that makes me happy. Well, that's that's how Mario Kart Eight is, yeah. right? But you <laughs> stage winning all. You the still time. win the most because you still have those sweet hacks, and we don't <laughs> we don't have any of those, but. But yeah, it's still, it's fun. I like it. At first I thought I was going to hate it because it's so fast, but you kind of get used to it. I've been using the Barake more and, uh, even, the what? It, <laughs> I think it's called Breaks. I've been using Breaks oh, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even outside of 200. Yeah, to. you do. And, and yeah. I've kind of gotten used to it. It's a little hard sometimes. Sometimes my brain will mess the wrong button and I'll release the wrong thing. And yeah. so, but whatever. It's, it's good. I Although like it. one of my favorite things with 200cc is taking a turn and then seeing you and like four other people <laughs> collide into the wall. It's just, it's just really it happens. funny. Yeah. It happens a lot. Yeah. So. It's, it's I, was able to, I was able to do SNES Rainbow Road without falling off, so I was pretty happy Ooh, with that. That's so. incredible. That's a hard one. Yeah. But still, on the record, fuck Baby Park. I hate that stupid one, stupid course, bunch of loops around the same thing. Yeah. I hate it. That was not bad. You brought, like, like exploits. Remember Mario Kart DS and snaking? I never did I it. I never played DS. I had played, I played DS, the ones but... for 3DS, but not DS. Oh, you didn't play Mario Kart DS? No. Okay, so that game was amazing. Oh, yeah? It's really good for a competitor to play, but it has this thing called snaking, right? So, you know, in the old times, to get a miniature where you have to be drifting and then do, like, left, right, left, right. Yes, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, To get, like, the I still do colors. that. That's, I still is, do You that. don't do that? No, you don't have to anymore. No, you don't have to. It's, it's, it's time-based. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I still I still do it because it's Yeah, I do it, mindset. too. I'm just used but, to doing it. No. it, it it's time and angle-based. No. Okay. You do it, but... It's mo- mostly to control the card. Right. In the past, it was because uh, you get the sparks, right? Blue yeah. sparks and then red sparks, and then you get a min- the, the mini turbo. Double dash, so lot of it. In, in DS, it was so responsive, and the cards were so... I don't know. So in, in, in some cards, you could do mini boost on straight lines. Not straight line, but if the roll was straight, you have enough wiggle room. That to you just kind of move back and forth. Yeah, so and... you can go like like drift and then quickly... Like get blue spark, red spark, and then release, and then do the next one. So you'll see people doing like a sort of like a snake pattern. Yeah, it was crazy. I can't pull that stuff. We, we, my friend and I, thumb will be so used to play a lot of double dash, and we would do that in double dash. I haven't played much double dash. I played the Game Boy Advance one quite a bit though. That's where I played Drunk Mario Kart with with my friends. Oh yeah, Mario Kart. I think Mario Kart Wii has a great drinking game. I don't know the original. I'm not a drinker by any means, but I hear that there's like a drinking rule game for Mario Kart Wii. That's just a ton of fun. I, That's uh, kind of off topic here, but. It's okay. Real quick tangent. My, so my friends and I just, three, my couple, Greg was one of them, and another old friend, we, what we would do, and it was a really bad drinking game, was with Mario Kart Game Boy Advance, we'd all play, linked up, and whatever place you came in is how many shots you had to take. 
<laughs> so that's not bad. So as soon as you start to lose, though, you're you're screwed because then you just take. Well, I think we it was more like drinks actually, not shots, because that's insane. That's ridiculous. We were drinking beer, so it was drinks, and so eighth place means eight drinks. Yeah. And you could you, once you start losing, you're you're pretty you're much done. Fun. Yeah. So it was pretty fun. Greg broke his toe when we played the first time. So, <laughs> anyways, yeah, drunk Mario Kart. So let's move on because we're because we're we got we got we got to keep moving. I know, guys. I know, and I have something I want to talk about. So so do I. And Mighty Number no. Nine, yes. Oh, that's the one too. Release date announced September fifteenth in in North America and year eighteenth in Europe. Physical release for some yes. versions. Wii U definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So the game will be both physically and digitally for PS4, Xbox, and Wii U, while a digital version will be available for PS3, 360, PC, Mac, and Linux. PS Vita and 3DS edition will be available on a later date. It's open Woo! for it's open for pre-order. I saw it yesterday in Amazon.com. Not, yeah, not CA. Not I was CA looking for it for twenty nine ninety nine. It's a good price. Man, that's great. I'm definitely getting it. Obviously, yeah, like so how excited is everyone? For pretty this? excited. I can't, ex- I can't wait to play Mega Man. I'm exactly yeah. well. So it's probably gonna go for thirty five to forty bucks in Canada, Canada, which is still good. That's fine. Yeah, it's pretty normal. Like Kirby was like forty forty five. Captain Toad was around the same. And they've already announced DLC for it. Yeah, well, that's an opinion. We have some opinions on DLCs. Yeah, yeah. So there's they they have a lot coming for it. It looks great. I mean, honestly, I'm really I'm really excited for that one. And I actually that was it for me for news, for regular news. Did you have anything else? Yeah, I got a quick one. Go Um, for it. Basically, Smash Bros. I've heard of it. Good game. Lots of fun. I love it. Uh, It has the 3DS and Wii U combined. Mm -hmm. That sounded awful. Combined have. 4 million units sold. That's a pretty good number. That's quite a Do big... you have the breakdown for each platform? I might. So, Nintendo 3DS, yep. 2.4 million. Bam. And then the Wii U, 1.6 million. So the 3DS has sold more. So but sold... it's been out. It was out longer. But the right? Wii U version... There are, there are many more 3DSs out. Yes, so yeah. The, the, the Wii U sold more so. than Wii U's exist. There's like 10, 10 Wii U's, I think. They actually have. say that... The... Wait, wait, wait. There's, you have one. I have one. Yeah. Jeff has one. That's three of the ten we use that exist. Yeah. <laughs> and yet people kept buying Smash Bros. just to have them in the shop, I know I someone that has two Wii U's. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and the cool thing is that the Wii U and 3DS, like the, those two systems, their hardware sales increased okay. by 60% in the first three months of 2014. Pretty cool. Yeah. So Wii U is on a little bit of a comeback. I'd like to check uh, the sales at some point, check the sales between the three of them. Yeah, you know, and, and like I said... We know Sony's crushing everyone. Exactly. So and it's just like, it says increase by 60%. That doesn't mean they're well, making 60% more. 60% of 10, so what's like 16 <laughs> Wii U's exist now? That's pretty cool. So what? the PS4 is at 20, 21.4 well, million. That is crushing it. That's that amazing. Those are good systems. Um, the X-Bone is at 12.1 million. It's all right. And the Wii U is nine point five. So Xbone so had a year's had a year or Wii U had a year's head start of the Xbone. So the Xbone is doing much Keep better than the mind, Wii U. Yeah. And of course the three D S which started about two years before all of them is fifty two point two million. Mm-hmm. And poor little Vita ten ten point three million. And it started a, like a year or it started around the same time as the three D S I think. No, a year after the three D S. A uh, quick thing. Sure. Majora's Mask. Heard of it. 3D. Yeah. 3DS. It has sold 730,000 units. It's not a million. Not quite. <laughs> um, Mario Kart 8. Yep. 1.9 million. And then we did two Smash Bros. Mario Party 10. Mm-hmm. Under 300,000. Good. <laughs> they must have listened to Bonus Barrel really not to buy it. It's not that bad. All right. Yeah, I, I, I have two more pieces of news. Oh, please go go for it. Let's, okay, let's so my favorite it. RPG is yeah. Paper Mario for mm-hmm. Nintendo 64. I haven't played Thousand Year Door. I love that one. I know. It's the first one I played. Everybody keeps telling me. It's great. So, I never played that. But I'm expecting, and this is my first E3 prediction, right? Okay. A new one? Yeah, you already, well, you already told us one, but one of you. No, no, but here in, in the show, I haven't. Okay. Right? Sorry. There's going to be GameCube games in, oh, on the show. Okay. Yeah. Right? And we're going to get Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Yeah, of so I'm going to wait and I'm going to play that one. Uh, anyway. Uh, what do you think, though? Think they might announce a new Paper Mario game? Because it's been, it's been a generation. I hope so. Oh, I would love it. That but would be really so. cool. But yeah. I, I would love to. I'd marathon now, them if that was the case. So Paper Mario. It be- became available today at the uh, at the eShop. The, the Nintendo 64 version. Cool. Happy, I'm going to get it later. Sweet. And there's a bunch of other games. Also yeah, that's great, man. There. Um, and do you remember Project Ukulele? Yes. Yeah. So apparently we were, we misunderstood. It wasn't Project Ukulele, it was a Project Yuka and Lele. Ooh. 
<laughs> a bat and so, a chameleon, right? Misunderstood that. A bat, is a, a, a bat and a chameleon, yeah. yeah. Those are the characters. Nothing, Definitely not Banjo-Kazooie. First, nothing a bear like, and a bird. No, no they look nothing, nothing like, like Nothing does not feel the same. One's a bird, the other is a mammal. Yeah, it's completely different games. <laughs> and then the, the, the big guy is a mammal, yeah. Banjo-Kazooie, and this is a, a reptile. Yeah, so a different game. I don't game. see the... I, no there's, there's no similarities whatsoever. Check the trailer out, though. It looks, I mean, it looks great. It doesn't remind me of anything, but it looks very unique, so check it out, please. Was there any other news you had? Not so. Let's go to the Ami news. Alright, Ami news. Let's bolt through this because we got to get to our topic so we can read some old letters and talk about the cool swag we picked up. Bam! I'll start. Yeah, so a quick one. I'm not even going to really read this, but Amiibos have smashed Nintendo's expectation. Big fucking surprise, right? So we'll skip that. Smashed? Yeah. So the, the big thing I got last week was toys a few toys r us in america 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 uh we're making it so that you were offering greninja amiibo pre-orders if you got a toys r us credit card <laughs> those skeezy bastards i know that that's when you that i mean amiibos have already jumped the shark but this is like as far Humble. as you can get like i mean seriously like they strapped a rocket and flew over the planet <laughs> of sharks with this one, because this is ridiculous. I mean, I'm actually a little... I'm already done with Amiibos. I already hate Amiibos. I still want them, but I hate them. And this kind of bullshit, this is, like, worse than scalpers, because these are... Uh, this is a business. And it's like, you want a Greninja, everybody does. Get a credit card with uh, Toys R Us. And you know that the to- Toys R Us came out saying that... Well, blaming Nintendo? <laughs> For some reason, I don't know. Oh, did Nintendo say, <laughs> yeah. you need to offer yeah. credit cards bundled so that you can get I Greninja? That's really Nintendo's fault. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, I hate it. So that's that's bullshit and needed to be... So are you going to get a Toys R Us credit card? No, it's not, <laughs> it's not offered here. Really. Oh, right, it's, right, It's right. only in America, in a, a certain spot. Honestly, it's not widespread. It was just a few individuals. But, like, seriously, who thought of that? What idiot thought? I'm so... God, it's... Amiibos! What do you have, CJ? So, the, in May 15th... Walmart Canada is going to open all way for Amiibos for pre-order. Sweet. So let's be ready. We, we have, have to remind me that and get right and find out when when. Yeah, this is confirmed because uh, I need two left. Confirmed via uh, Twitter. Sweet. So someone in Europe contacted Nintendo about mm-hmm. you know oh I, I I want Amiibos but yeah. there's there's none and some stuff like that and someone, like a vendor or like a consumer. A, a consumer contacted Nintendo. Okay. Right, and they they responded through their. Uh, through an email or something. So we can just right? write to Nintendo? Yeah, we should write. Yeah, we should. Oh, I'll talk to Red to later. <laughs> and I'm going to read here. It says, We're sorry for how everything went. They know. Anyway. <laughs> Unfortunately, you are not alone with this problem. How many Nintendo has underestimated the worldwide demand for Amiibo and therefore delivered not enough Amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, our apologies. But we have good news for you. The Amiibo are all back on the market in the summer of 2015 in larger numbers than before. Once again, our apologies. All of them. All of them. I hope that's true because if it is, fuck the scalpers and their their overinflated collection. Wouldn't it be nice if you could just be like, hey, I want a little Mac and then just go to the store and find one? Yeah, I would buy the rest of the Amiibos and I would be very, very, very happy and I wouldn't hate Amiibos anymore. I would just love Amiibos, not Mm. love and hate them. Yeah. So let's see if that actually happens. And yeah, Rosalina be my chance to get her and since yesterday uh silver mario's uh, how do you call them skus or mm-hmm. like skews yeah yeah have been appearing in several stores okay walmart target i think was uh boring confirmed. it's so boring so, that you can just buy them it's probably going to be available the rumor says on may 29 along with the two and all the other way for of course of course that's been an expensive month but lately. that's weird like so gold mario it was it's gold, right? So yep. gold means something special, means like special yeah. edition. So that's first but, place. But silver is like that just comes off like yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it'd almost be like here's a bronze Mario. Like who really gives a shit about a bronze? It's kind of dumb. I mean, what's the reason? Yeah, should have been a platinum reward. It should have. That's yeah, exactly that it. Made more sense. That's what you know. That but but it wasn't. So Amiibos, Nintendo. There you there you have it. All right, that it. Yeah, Amiibos, yeah. I'm getting kind of tired. I know, me too. Like, I want to get them, but in between waves, it's like... The dream uh, one day it'll be to retire the Amiibo segment. 
That that'll be the dream. That's the dream. They're so common. There's no yeah. Reason. It's like no reason to talk there's about no the yeah, That's no, that's the dream for bonus barrel to no, no longer rage. have a me news. Yeah. yeah, there's still rage I'm right now rage. though. Yeah, there we go. Up next, we are going to talk about remastered games. All right, we're back with an even better segue. <laughs> we're gonna remaster games. That was my remastered segment. Do you like that? It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I like that. If, if anyone at home can <laughs> just imagine, that was in HD. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I found the re- what prompted this discussion, and we'll try to get through it pretty quick so we can go to the other stuff. Gamespot had a had a, a post about a whole kind of cataloging the, the remasters of this so far from this year. And then we're going through the list and, and being very like, holy crap, that's a lot of remastered games. So I'm going to quickly go through what I saw, and we'll talk about remastered games that we like, what we think about remastered games. Jeff brought some stuff. So just, just to go through this year, uh, we have Borderlands The Handsome Collection, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D, Journey, which I'm quite excited for, actually, Dark Souls 2, Scholar of First Sin, uh, Saints Row 4, Reelected. Come back with 60 frames per second and in 1080p. Resident Evil HD remaster. It's the remaster of the GameCube version of Resident Evil. Oh, really? Yeah. That's on my list. It's already the, out. The GameCube <laughs> one's on my list. DMC, Devil May Cry Definitive Edition. We talked about 1080p that. 1080p resolution. Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition. <laughs> Final Fantasy Type 0 HD, which yes. I did play. Yeah. Uh, type Final Fantasy 10 10 2 HD remaster for the PS4 this time. That's a good one, actually. Xenoblade Chronicles 3D, Homeworld Remastered, State of Decay Year One Survival Edition, has its two DLCs with it. Grim Fandango Remastered, Jeff is happy. It's a great game. Have you played it? No. Oh, you'd love it. You'd love it, Seiji. You'd love it. Yeah. I wouldn't, apparently. Fahrenheit, Indigo Prophecy Remastered, Oddworld New and Tasty, Sayonara Umahara Kawase Plus. <laughs> no, come on. All right. Read it. Read it. Read it well. Do it right. Sayonara. Umi, Umihara Kawase. Perfect. Yes. Did it. Heroes of Might and Magic 3 HD version. And I think there's one more left. Duke Nukem 3D Megaton Edition. And these are what's coming out and ha- or already oh, have yeah, come yeah. out this year in 2015. People get angry about the reboots in movies. Look at how many remastered games. It's it's a big it's thing. Different though. Yeah, it is. So what's a remastered game? HD. I, I expected someone to jump 20, in with like 20, an elegant 1080 like, HD like kind in of thing. film. Like, the equivalent will be the the re-releases in Blu-ray or yeah. DVD. Kind of. Well, okay. So usually it's just prettier graphics. Sometimes they'll tweak gameplay. Sometimes it's not even that though. Sometimes it's just sometimes high quality. It's just, well, the graphics are essentially the same. They're just polished. True. Uh, sometimes there'll be a graphic overhaul. Sometimes they'll fix bugs and glitches. Like, let's think of... Um, so, so Last of Us had a re-release, a remastered edition. But that was just better. Yeah. Right? But that's... But that's that's a, a version of a game that really didn't need it at the time. But that's a version of a light one. But then if you look at some of the other ones where it's like... Like, going back... I mean, you were talking about this earlier... Pokemon, uh, Soul Silver, Heart Gold, um, uh, Fire Red, Leaf Green. Those are Omega graphically Ruby. old. Yeah, Omega Ruby and Alpha mm-hmm. Sapphire. Those are completely redone games. Uh, in the case of Omega Ruby, well, in the case of all of them, they actually implemented features that were from current games. So that's an example of a major remaster. So there's kind of like a quote unquote lazy one. There's like the, for example, the Tomb Raider. Uh, they re-released it. So you'll see a lot of games from mid to late gen. Of last gen, now coming out with a little bit nicer yeah. graphics. See, and, and that's that's really good. I like that. I'm okay with it. Now, I think the second last one that you read was Heroes of Might Magic Three. Yeah. My dad, not a gamer, mm-hmm. loves Heroes of Might Magic Three. Is he excited mm-hmm. for it? See, here's the thing. Okay. When I was visiting him, I showed him Steam, and he saw that game, and he's like, "Jeff, I want to buy that right now." And I'm like, "Cool, whatever." So I I made him a Steam account, and, yeah. and he bought it. And then he was playing it, and he's just like, I don't know what's different between this hmm. and the original one that I had. And we looked it up, and all they did was polish up the character models. That's it? Yeah. See, well, well Final Fantasy X, Ten Two Remake, uh, Remastered. I bought that last year, and I played it on the Vita. So I liked that it was portable. Uh, they also switched it so it was widescreen now. And the, the kind of, I think they retextured the main character polygons. 
Another example of Final Fantasy is Type Zero, which I just recently played. Now that came out in the PSP. So here's what's weird about this one. So all the environments and, and characters are all redone outside of cutscenes. The cutscenes are still the PSP graphics, uh, still the PSP characters and stuff. So, this is, so the, in the case of this game, it's a complete, like you'll be, it'll be fine for some of that's it and then gross. ugly as, yeah. as fuck for some of the other stuff. So that's like a, that felt to me kind of lazy. Like they should have just redid the cutscenes, I think. So I guess I like remastered. I do like remastered ones. Like, I, I like when I can play it on my current console, even though, yeah, I do have all the old consoles. Sometimes it's nice just to play it on what I have hooked up right now. And I like changes. Like, what, what's the remastered? What's the most? You might know this answer, even though you hate it. What is the one series, one game that everyone has been crying for for like the last 20 years? Seven? It's fine with seven. I hate seven. Fine, I said that, but they're crying for seven, <laughs> not a remake of six. Yeah. People have been begging but, Square for years. It's because those block hands. Like people, like, <laughs> I hate the block hands personally. It has a charm, and a retro charm. It, it does it. have a retro charm to it, but like when you're in the battles and you actually see the models, like the characters, they're much and, better. Oh my goodness, they're obviously they're better. great, right? So if they could even just have that when you're walking around the world, it'd be much better. Uh, SNES games have aged better than most PS1. Yeah, ones. absolutely. NES games. And, and NES games, wow. even Atari games. I, would say. Uh, I don't know. Let's not go that far. Let's not go that far. It's like I a mean, few blocks of grossness. <laughs> no, the thing is that an Atari game looks. Old. Like it has its own aesthetic, or Nintendo 64, or what generation is that? The fifth generation. They look mm-hmm. just. Yeah, they, they, they look like. I don't. Know. It, I, I they personally look, like them. They look bad back in the day. Kind of, but we were all excited about it. Like to me, okay, no, Seven doesn't look bad. Let's get one thing straight. Seven's characters look bad, but everything else is pre rendered backgrounds, and they're, they're artistically great, very yeah. great. Very interesting backgrounds. But I'd love to, I'd like to see it remade. I would I would like to see it too. I like six and three. Like I like okay another remastered edition since that's the topic. FF4's remastered edition to the, the they like re- the did it. No no no. Final Fantasy four for the DS was a complete oh, and three were oh, both completely oh. remade in three D. Yeah, I played three and they're great. Yeah, and they're also remake. They're actually and this is for, I just read about this a few weeks ago. Steam only or PC only unfortunately, but they were remaking the After Years. Which is like post Final Fantasy Four stuff that came out in PSP. They're remaking that in 3D as well for cool. PC. So yeah, it's pretty. So I like those. T- those are the types I like because then I'm getting something really different from the last one. Why are remasters made from a developer point of view or I business guess, point of view? I suppose that. Well, okay. Do you think you're just trying to milk that money? Two down? things. So for the current recent stuff, I think it's easy to port a PS3 to a PS4 game, and people who didn't get it or were waiting for the PS4 or, or Xbox. Now we'll buy. All right, I'll buy that. I didn't get it before, and and furthermore, the market right now is, is there's not a lot of games for these new consoles. Mm-hmm. That's a good reason. But for the older reasons, for the older games, I think a lot of it's nostalgia. Like, and so you take Final Fantasy Four, and people love the old ones, and people love the SNES era. Era. So there's nostalgia, and the story and mechanics are all staying the same mostly. And so you just pretty up the graphics with whatever current engines they have. Yeah. Now here's the thing: from a technical point of view, mm-hmm. it's not easy. When you have to go from one platform to the other, and especially when games are old, usually that the, the original development team is not there. That's true. Anymore, you're, you're making right? a new game. Almost. So, you pre- so you have new developers touching code that they don't. I mean, they haven't seen the artists. They don't. They might not even know what those models were made of back in the day. But they right? wouldn't be using those models. They're using whatever their yeah, current so stuff they, is. So they have to remake a lot of the stuff. Yeah. And. The, the QA process has to go all over again because the the, the, the code is going to be full of bugs and stuff. So from a technical point of view, there's really not much... It's got to be cheaper, uh, though. ...advantage. It, it must, but because I Because design say, is done. Your design is I done. I would say is 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 not as much as we think it is. Now, but from a business point of view, it's right now, in this day and age, you need any, anything that gives you, gives you some advantage in regarding um, the attention of the consumer is super valuable. Mm-hmm. And we can see that because I, I have the list here of the most, uh, the best selling games of this generation, and there are some remasters in there. So, I mean, it must tell you something when, when PlayStation 4, for example, the second uh, best selling game is Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 5, yeah. Right? And then in, in spot number 9, you have The Last of Us. Mm. Last of Us is, is a remaster from like two or three years yeah, ago. Yeah, 2013 right? is when it Which came is out. Weird. By the way, great game. Just yeah. Saying. So yeah, in Grand Theft Auto, it's it's not not that old. Either, no, because right? it came out after yeah, Last of Us. Yeah. yeah. But I think that 
Uh, remasters bring bring something to the table. Um, uh, the developers uh, can take the time to to tweak some stuff yep. to make the game look better. Uh, I would say even that some remasters can be part of the of the best games of all time list. Like sure, let's say Super Mario All Stars for the Spring. Oh, Nintendo. that's a what what a great one! I didn't even think about that because there's so many over the years. It, it feels like there's a lot more right now. I think we're getting more more quantity of remastered games, yeah. but they've been around for ages. And so that was one of the Mario All Stars, like the original. Remastered that was one game. of my favorite games of all time because it was, it was so those games. amazing games that looked even better and on my and all in one cart. That's an amazing uh, example, and the Pokemon ones are also really good, good ones too. And yeah. I'm sure it's way more than. Yeah, this is a really old practice, really. Because mm-hmm. I mean, how many times Pac-Man has been made? I mean, the same exact <laughs> game for how many? I mean, yeah. And then we have the, that's porting the, versus the, the line between porting and remaster and remastered, right? But if you see the history of Pac-Man, it has really been it's clear now and demastered in the case of the Atari. <laughs> I think. It's clear nowadays what a remastered is versus a port. Yeah. Little, the lines are a little more blurred back then, but, but it, it's an interesting thing and I'm kind of happy about it, you know, cause especially for people who missed out on, on the older ones and they want to play it. Cause not everybody has all the old consoles. Not everyone has every console. Mm-hmm. And you know, if they're, ch- they're, they're 10 or 12 or they're 15 and they just got a PS4 and they're at a PS3 and they want to play The Last of Us, then that is a great that's great. Reason. That is a good reason because if you were very young when you played a certain game, then after 10 or 15 years you already have a kid or something mm-hmm. and you can introduce the new generation to those old games in their own kind of so they're not language, like dad right? that's old they're like oh yeah. cool this is great mm-hmm. yeah now I want to hear something funny I do my, I like my my favorite game of all time is a remastered game. <laughs> I did laugh too I didn't With think I was going to Wind Waker for Wii U Wind Waker Wind for Waker. Wii U <laughs> it, is, it is a ver- it uh, is better it is a better version yeah and it has these little tweaks here and there that makes it a, uh, a better experience I should play it. I, do, I, I, need, I need to play it too I yeah same here I'm sitting on it when I'm ready to do another Zelda it's either that or Minish Cap I haven't decided yet so we'll see I have to say also that Cave Story Plus is a great remaster yeah Cave Story Plus in, on, on Steam yeah Trying to think of other ones off so, the top of my head. Well, let me, let you me, have a list. Well, I have a little list. Yeah. You mentioned enough of them. Um, I asked a friend, and immediately he said, Fire Red, Leaf Green, or Queen of Time mm-hmm. for 3DS. Those yeah, are good those remasters. are good remasters. Now, there's two that I found. Um, one's really bad, in okay. my opinion, and that's Conker's Live and Reloaded, the Conker's <laughs> Bad Fur Day remaster for Xbox. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they don't. That, that, that game really fell flat in its face. Um, they removed the great multiplayer that F- Bad Fur Day had and put in like a very, very choppy bad multiplayer. Um, so that's a really bad one. Now, another one that I didn't even know existed until today when I was looking this up, they did an HD version of Double Dragon. Really? Yeah, for Xbox 360. Have you seen it? No. No, me neither. Me neither. I, was, I saw some pictures and I saw the, the models and stuff like that and it piqued my interest. Oh, man. Um, uh, but I don't know if I'd play it or not. There's a, a Bionic <laughs> Commando too. Oh, is there? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they got it, when they get it wrong, it's so. It's 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 like, really. Bad. I think there's a game from for uh, Turtles in Time. Oh yeah yeah yeah. There's a Simpsons arcade remake too. Yeah, I have that. I mean, Turtles in Time is one of the best games ever. It is great. And then they remastered it. It, it, it didn't need it. It it doesn't look any different. I have. I it have. It's awful. I used to have both, like the remastered and the That's SNES That's for one. Xbox Live. Yeah, arcade, yeah. Right? And the SNES one, it's better. But, but the problem there is just, this was made by Konami, and then the remaster was made by, I think, Ubisoft. Yeah. So it's completely different. Um, I think that's part of the problem, right? I don't know. Different approach to game development, I think. So to end the segment, yay or nay for remastered? Games. I can't say either because there's no, yeah, there's good examples of both. So I'm just. But what are your overall feeling of remastered so games? I, I like it overall. I guess. So yeah, yeah. You you because of what I said, you you think I'm, I'm I was thinking I'm in yeah, favor, but yeah. not really. So nay. Um, it's so my real answer is you know case by case basis. <laughs> same, of course, same. but I'm uh, saying blanket statement. In general, I'm not really okay. for them. Well, I am yay for them. I think they have their place. So the official stance of Bonus Barrel, two out of three is yay. Up next, a small collection of our mini-segments. Okay, let's start quickly with some pickups and move to some funny-ass letters from the old time. Since Seiji's getting ready, I will go through some. So this is pickups from the last few days, not from this month. 
all of my pickups go on to the website, and I encourage you guys to add yours too, but I log in and put mine in, so you can actually check out on bonusgirl.com the insane amount. Sagey made up a great idea where we'll just actually give pickups a bigger segment at the end of each month to see what we kind of have. So just this week, I had, was going through some old manuals. I had a pile of manuals for Game Boy Advance and realized I had one for Kudukudukurin. It didn't have the game, so then I ordered the game for the Game Boy Advance. It's a launch game for the Game Boy Advance that was in Europe, Australia, and Japan. We never got it. The game is an awesome game, and I actually recommend people checking it out. Uh, the other game I got was Megan, Megan had this game, Death Jr., and we realized that in the house there was another copy of it for the PSP, so now I have it. <laughs> I bought Puppeteer from a bargain bin for 10 bucks. That's an amazing game for the PS3. Highly praised, so I was really happy to grab that. And the last thing I got is not a game. This came from a, from a, a, a friend uh, from the studio I work, work with, and he gave this to me. He's been in the industry for like 20, 30 years, and he he's leaving. So he gave me this 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 uh, box and it has the SNES Aladdin from Capcom on it. I was excited. I thought it was going to be I thought the, it was the game. I thought it was the PAL version of the game because <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, cool." And then I, I left the room and I opened up and it's a VHS cassette and it's actually a VHS demos of of the game that would and this was given out at CES, which is the uh, Consumer Electronics Show back in like four and a half minutes long. Yeah, four minutes long, and this is back in the, I think, 93, 94. So it's literally just... I'll read the back because it's kind of funny. Capcom brings the magic of Disney's Aladdin to the Super NES. Soon to make its store, debut in stores and on the Super NES systems, that's how they call it, by the way, across the country. Disney's Aladdin by Capcom will thrill, amaze, enchant anyone who enjoyed the movie. You have been specially chosen to receive this video in order to spread the word about the most incredible video game to hit the Super NES, Disney's Aladdin by Capcom. I wouldn't go that far. Bullet points... Action, excitement, danger, and a good dose of laugh for kids and adults alike. Contains two songs from the original music soundtrack. Never had a friend like me in a whole new world. Features all the movie's main characters. Aladdin, Jasmine, Jafar, Iago, Abu, the magic carpet, and of course, the genie. Yeah, what a weird, awesome thing for the collection. I was telling you earlier that there's a... There's a whole chapter that talks about that this particular CES in Console Wars. Great book. And they, they talk a lot about this game, so... There we that's, go. That's really cool. So what? Did, so you have a, a few more than me. What? What? Do you, what's your pickups? So this is stuff that I picked for in this month. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I, I, I bought more. You probably have more. But yeah. I I found this in Ooh, GameStop. Cool. Oh, Ooh. the GameCube. It's brand new in box. Yes. This is really hard to get. Apparently, um, yeah. They got like four uh, four of these in 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 our local EB Games. Mm-hmm. So I have a GameCube controller adapter. Right on. I got mine with Smash. That's great. So, oh man, it's That's still great. cool. Another rare, kind of rare, hard to get, hard to get game. <laughs> oh, Pikmin three. cool! Good pickup. Pikmin three, really hard to get game. So, as new listeners, may if we have any new listeners, what you may not be aware of is Sage's on the quest to get every single North American release game for the Wii U. Are you, are you even a- aiming for peripherals such as the game? This one I got because it's super rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I might, I might, I might need it because of my prediction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. if, if that would be cool. That would be cool. I think it'll happen. Yeah, it's probably, that, but if they do your prediction, these are going to be more widely available. Probably, probably. but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe it, it won't have the Super Smash Bros. That's right. That's true. That's right. Anyway, be- because I noticed that the new amiibos. Okay, so in the <laughs> amiibo package, there's a, there's a Super Mario amiibo in the back of it, but that's a Super Mario amiibo that was released way later than the original amiibos. So. Right? so because the the base of the Ami- Super Mario Amiibos is red, yep. right? They uh, updated the, co- the 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 back cover of the Amiibo package, right? Because originally it was brown. So there's a there's a difference between like first generation Amiibos and second generation. Amiibos. So if, if, they re- <laughs> if you keep them in the box, so let's yeah. say they restock Marth, right? Which they should. If so you're going probably to. gonna have a, a different a, color. A, a Don't red, care. Red base Mario. But the first generation is going to have a brown base mark. That's okay. At the back. That's okay. So, so there's still it. a little bit of an elitist yeah, yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, That's fine. Yeah. What else you get? Anyway, I got NES Remix. Oh, I love that game. I have the digital version. There aren't many copies of this, so I'm going to keep it. It's fun, them. man. You should, you should play it. Is it, it just is a good. bunch of NES games? They're like, no, there are uh, many games based off of those oh. games. They're actually really fun. I got the, uh, as my Club Nintendo reward, I got... NES Remix too. It's a sort of uh, WarioWare. Yeah, it is fun. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. What else did you get? And there's NES Remix one and two digital, but they released this uh, combo. Yeah, it's and, both. and that's it for like good games. Okay, right? this is just Look, we need to crack one of these open <laughs> for Bottom go of the quickly. Barrel. I'm gonna go quickly with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Rise of the Guardians. Oh, beautiful. Can we play this for uh, Bottom of the Barrel? 
He won't. He's in the package. Look, you need to open one. He of won't take out of the out package. Holly. Zombie, you. I have that. <laughs> it's good. No, it's good. <laughs> I love that. It's good. It's just the cover is really oh, funny. Yeah, I heard okay. this. This one is good. It's a launch. It is. It is a good game. Um, Mass Effect Three. Good game as well, actually. Yeah, that's just not a bad game. Call of Duty Black Ops. Oh, here you go. Cell Blacklist. Oh, beautiful. These are some great looking games. Avengers: Battle for Earth. Phineas and Ferb Quest for Cool Stuff Really interesting And The best for last Alright here we go Game Party Champion There are no words To describe this cover Other than generic It's like I don't know Bland And then Balls Unimpressive Sports equipment Yes Sports balls Anyway, so that we'll post an image of these online yeah. so you can take that, a look at the beautiful one. collection. Uh, yeah, so just I'm going to quickly go into a couple letters so we can all laugh and end on a high note. And again, we will post these these pickups online. Today, Unreal so, Engine. So please we'll take a look at these because some, <laughs> these, some of these are impre- impressive to look at. So this is from a September issue of 1995 of EGM. This is the letter of the month. Violence, Doom, and the Super Ness... Everybody's calling it Super Nest. Yeah, I'm just a Snest now. Anyways, the Super Nest makes strange bedfellows. Dear EGM, I am writing this because I am concerned about a potential travesty in the making. A couple of issues ago, I read that Doom 3 would be coming out for the Super Nest. I first laughed at the idea. (laughs) Thinking that it might have been an illegal thing, not licensed by id Software. However, in your latest issue, you had an ad saying that Doom will be coming to the Super Nest in September. Even worse... It blanks instead of li- live rounds. <laughs> would you're in a video game? How do you how can you tell? Would sweat spill from the enemy's bodies instead of blood? What about all those pentagrams, demonic symbols? Would they get ganked from the final version? These questions end up giving me nightmares. And I have even written a column in my college newspaper, The Bottom Line, <laughs> about this situation. Now I see that this is coming true. All I can say to id Software is, how could you do this to us? He's like a little scared, right? Oh, I actually missed him with the letter. Whatever. First of all, Doom 3, now the game is simply entitled Doom, entitled, is really the first Doom, in case any of you didn't know by now, yes. Nintendo supposedly did away with their vows of video game violence celibacy because of their new rating system, as a church lady used to say, how convenient! I think that's a pop culture reference. <laughs> the game will still contain... The, yeah. The game will still contain the gore levels that help to rocket it to a great success. Check out the review in this month's review crew for more information on this game. Alright, what are we out here? Uh, news of EGM PC coverage gets mixed reviews. So this is like pre-PC uh, snobs. PC Master Race. Race. Yeah. Dear EGM, if you... Have coverage on PC games. I'm gonna cancel my subscription to both of your magazines. <laughs> PC games Fuck have their PC, own, game. PC games have their own place. This is supposed to be a magazine for console games, and the PC does not fit in anywhere. It just wastes pages that could be used for console games. I am not the only one who feels this way. You will ruin your magazines if you do. This I can guarantee. You will never buy another issue again. I will never buy an issue again via the internet. Another one. Hey dudes. How ironic. <laughs> He's on a computer bashing computer computers. Games. Hey dudes. I've read your mag for quite some time now and I've seen it grow quite a bit over the years. I really like what I see in issue 73. Lots of time was spent on new platforms. You brought back the what ifs. The reviews are better and more reliable than ever. And I even saw mention of <gasps> PC games. I sense that your magazine tries to give all types of games a chance to be recognized for the credit they deserve. If this is true, it's about time that PC games got some recognition. FX Fighter looks cool, and I'm glad to see Doom and Wing Commander 3 have gotten the attention they have. But we can still use some more PC titles. Your mag has always been fairly open-minded and dynamic about what goes into it. I hope this will be yet another change for the better. And then the editor uh, replies to both those letters. Thanks for the letters. Let us know what you think of our new PC games coverage. Your input is still and always will be very important to us. And they have an image of of uh, some people around computers saying, student at DigiPendler had a program video games from the ground up. So that seems relevant. <laughs> so there's way more letters to read, but we don't have time today because as usual, we went on too long. So we'll read more letters next time we do a regular episode. Well, that's it for today's show. 
I want to thank you all for listening and supporting us. Get involved on Facebook and Twitter. We really want to hear back from you. And that's I want not to be sarcasm. I want to be corrected by someone. Jeff needs yeah. about Solid Snake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or about anything. About anything. Just let us know because we always make mistakes. We're doing it to test you, the listener. <laughs> uh, we have new episodes every Sunday and Thursday and sometimes Wednesday when I'm really productive. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes if you like the show or YouTube. Please oh, look us shit. up on YouTube, YouTube and subscribe. On our website, bonusbarrel.com, we link to it. Takes only a minute, or longer if you're slow. And check out bonusbarrel.com in general for news, pickups, and more. And with that, this is Rob. And Lef. And Sadie. Have a good one.